To the finish, I feel the spirit moving through the city. I got the light shining, come get it. Walking with Christ, moving where it's gritty. Walking with Christ, moving where it's gritty. I feel the spirit moving through the city. I see the people trying to bring them with me. We got a light, tell them come and get it. What is up, y'all? Y'all are not since the Real Talk Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Chad. And today we got season two, episode two. This series is on uh, relationships, and today we're gonna do friendships with our guest, Kaylin Baxley. Hi guys, I'm Caitlin. I am a junior and I attend Providence High School. So first things first, uh, how did you come to Christ? Yeah, so um, I didn't grow up in church. So um, me and my parents, you know, like my mom is a Christian. She grew up Episcopalian and my dad really never had a relationship. And, you know, he's like starting to find it now that like he sees that I'm a Christian. But basically we would only go to like church on like Easter Sundays when we did sunrise service and I kind of just like slept through because it was like I had to be up at four in the morning so I never really knew God and that he was a father I only saw him as like some sort of like genie you know like like in middle school I was like God like if he's the right person for me like show me a sign so I never really knew God until I came to Providence and I remember sitting in chapel and just listening to the worship and just listening to Daniel speak about who God and Jesus was. And I was like, whoa, like, I want this. And so a couple weeks later, I attended Rusty's youth group, which is Roadtown Youth Group. And I was really just able to sit and just feel the presence of God. And I was like, okay, like, I want this. And I, like, fell in love and I, like, gave my life to Jesus, like, at Rusty's. But, like... Little did I know I would be hit with spiritual warfare. And for two years, I dealt with heavy body issues. It got to a point where I couldn't even look in a mirror without wanting to break down crying. And I suffered with that for about two years. And it really impacted my life and how I, like, approached my relationships with other people. And it, like, hurt a lot. And that, like whole body issues thing led to me being tempted into so much deeper things that turned into deeper sins and I really didn't come out of like my whole like body dysmorphia phase until sophomore year when I was actually in a relationship with someone and I was just able to be like loved by him and he accepted and appreciated like my body and I was just able to cry out to God and be like God, like, I need peace with myself, and I need peace with, like, who I am, and I was just really just to see God work through that, and it's like, I came to Jesus, like, my testimony is still happening to this day, like, I am still conquering over, like, temptations that I'm currently facing, and I'm just kind of, like, showing my walk through Jesus in just like the little things like I after like me and that guy broke up in July I went through a lot of temptations I fell in a really dark place and I just did a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have done and it took me about until January until a friend actually was like what are you doing and I was able to just be pulled out of that and my relationship with God now is stronger than ever because of that so that's kind of like my testimony I feel like that shows the importance of friendships because like she said like that brought her out of like yeah. kind of what you were going through and um, uh, what you can ask the question like what how do we think that we should um, be able to go about godly relationships and just godly friendships and how can we see the fruits 
is that that's what you're gonna yeah like what fruits do you look for like in your in your friendships to know that like hey this is a godly friendship i can really trust this person i look for self-control because it's like self-control in a person is so important because that's what ruined a lot of relationships when i was going through my body issues was i didn't have that self-control in myself to just be founded in who i was and it affected how i acted it affected how I appreciated that person because I couldn't appreciate myself. Mm. And so when I look for, because in my best friend, like we hold each other accountable. And when I want a godly friendship, when I prayed for a godly friendship, I was like, God, like I need self-control, but I also need someone who has self-control so I can learn and just find that joy in them as well. And so it's like, that's kind of where I look for. Yeah. Controlling oneself. Cause that that's that's how you like hold yourself to the to the standards like you set for yourself, and sometimes those can be like unhealthy. But it's also like self control is also self discipline. Yeah. I think it's Proverbs twenty five twenty eight, but it says that, uh, like a city with no walls is a man with who lacks self control, yeah. and basically like if you have no walls or, or nothing to protect yourself or any um standards that you set for yourself or anything that you you won't let yourself do then that starts to seep into like your relationships with other people because if there's no walls there's no barriers between you and the other person it's like all your relationships they just they just flow so whatever you're going to allow yourself to do it's going to fade into that relationship and you're going to um start uh impacting people in a certain way and influencing them to do certain things that you would do yeah. yeah it's almost like um if you don't stand for anything you'll fall for everything yeah it's like a city can be conquered by anyone if there's no walls yeah mm-hmm. and like that's like so important in a friendship because like a lot of like we all tend to build walls when we enter a new relationship and we like build that okay like barrier like okay i'm only gonna let myself go this far in that relationship but if you don't have that firm foundation in god in that relationship then you will never go deeper in that relationship or in that friendship because it's like we you don't want to just have a friendship and be like hey i'm bored what are you doing like you don't want like yes that's what friends are for like to hang out with but friends are also there to hold you accountable and walk you and help your faith grow and it's like for so long i prayed that prayer i'm like god i need friends like i need a community where i can just be lifted up and i'm not doing this on my own and it's like god will put people in your life for a reason and you're supposed to honor your friendships because there's this verse it's in philippians 2 5 and it's in your relationships think like jesus like think like christ jesus and it's like that's what you're supposed to do in your friendships you're supposed to honor and glorify god and help each other to god and it's like that's what god has put people in our lives for yeah and i think it's like that's like the good side of like these friendships and like obviously we're human like we're gonna hurt each other somehow we're gonna like it's we're gonna slip up um and i was reading uh romans 12 last night at the end of it says like um do not overcome evil with evil but overcome evil with good something like that yeah um and it's like it's Romans 12 also talks about revenge but it's like we shouldn't be taking revenge because like that's it's in the hands of god like there's going to be like 
like your friend probably will hurt you in some way and you'll probably hurt your friend in some way but kind of just understanding like hey at the end of the day like no matter what god's gonna like like it's it's everything's in god's hands like there's you don't need to stress about it you don't need to take revenge because it's just gonna like you're trying to overcome evil with evil it's just gonna create more evil versus like overcoming that evil with like good and like forgiveness and like actually being that light in the darkness yeah that's so funny you said that because me and my best friend victoria just had that conversation yesterday we just had that conversation because me and her when i was going through that really tough time in my life through september to end of december you know i kind of completely affected our friendship because of what i was doing and she like pulled me out of it she was like what are you doing she didn't approach it in a way of where it was like you need to stop doing this like what you're doing is completely wrong like i can't even be friends with you because you're affecting me like she didn't approach it that way at all but she was just like you need to get in a time of self-evaluation and she recently was so recently we've had the same person manipulate us in the sense of when we were weak but we've had we have been affected by the same person and she didn't believe me at the point in my life when I was like hey like this person like I know that you've been friends with them forever but this person has manipulated and has made me lose respect in myself and she didn't believe me at first until she experienced that herself and we had that conversation yesterday of revenge and she was like like he deserves it like he did this this and that to me like I want to do this and I'm like okay but we also have to take a step back and realize that like you understand now what I went through and you like believe me now to the point where we can have a deeper friendship because you now understand what I went through and she because at first she didn't know the things that I was thinking the things that I was going through she didn't understand any of that because she was coming from a place of like I don't know what you're going through but I know you need to stop you know, like, you know, when you have those moments in your life when you are just like going through something and you think no one knows what you're going through. And that's kind of like what happened is like she didn't understand what I was going through, but it took that time of just healing in both of our like we had to heal our friendship. Like we had a three week break of where we both just we barely talked, but it also like in that time we needed that healing we needed to heal our hearts and heal our minds because we didn't want to go into back into our friendship and just hold grudges. Because if you hold grudges in your friendships and you're holding back what God has for you in that friendship, because it's like you can't just have a friendship and just tell each other everything and then just not go deeper and understand what that person is going through. And it's like we had that talk of like taking revenge and she was like, I'm so glad that like I didn't hold a grudge or I didn't like try to get back at you and we had this whole talk about like taking revenge on other people we were like okay but we can't do that because that's not Christian or godly of us you know yeah um to go off that I forgot it might be in Romans uh or Ephesians I forgot the exact verse but it says that it says do not seek uh revenge my dear friends but leave room for God's wrath and I think that it's important in godly relationships, or just in relationships in general, that God is in your relationship. Because most relationships, if you take a break from your friends for three weeks, that relationship crumbles. Yeah. And like you said, like being able to like take a break from each other and like heal your hearts, like that's just resting in God and going yeah. to God. And that goes back to kind of what we were talking about just in chapel 
um, you can't if you're if you're not in a relationship with like godly people, then you can't hold them to these standards. Yeah. So it's like if you if you have godly relationships and you surround your people, you're sur- you're surrounded with godly people, yeah. then you guys know what standards you're holding each other to because that's what the Bible tells us. Our identity is in Christ, and we know what standards we have the, what standards are required for each other so if you're a relationship if you're not in a godly relationship you can't expect them to do certain things and that you want them to do or that god would want them to do because they don't have god in their life so they can't be held to those standards yeah i agree yeah the uh, verse you're talking about is in romans romans uh, twelve nineteen. do not take revenge my dear friends but leave room for god's wrath for it is written it is mine to avenge i will i will repay says the lord yeah and then um, you said grudges, and it reminded me of Ephesians four thirty one through thirty two. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Yeah. Because we're freely given, so we also have to freely give. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and it's also like you can't just pray for God to put people in your life so you can't just be like God like I need people in my life and then do nothing to change yourself or better yourself because in order if you want friends in your life who are going to lift you up then you have to become that friend also because it's not like over like our relationship with God is not a monologue it's a dialogue and so like in our friendships we can't just have them put all the effort in and expect to just get everything back like that because that's what I did I was like I'm just pouring out into people like I'm just doing this this and that like where are the people pouring in my life but really I just I wasn't that friend to just sit back and be like take it in like I was never that friend to just like be like okay like hey, like, I'm going through something. Like, I I never did that. Like, I always thought that I had to pour into people, that I had to be the one to change them. But really, it's a relationship, and it's a friendship for a reason. Like, you're supposed to fill each other up. And so it's like, you shouldn't hold grudges. And that three-week break, like, that we took was good because I was just able to take that self-evaluation and better my relationship with myself and God and be like, hey, I am so sorry. I appreciate what you did. And it's like friendships are meant for appreciation and they're meant to just be able to just fill each other up, not just be the one to pour out and pour out and pour out because you need someone to fill you up. And that's what God is going to put people in your life to do. Yeah. And like when you you pray for people to come into your life, like I know I was that same way. Like I've always been almost overlooked in a sense, like from you know when I was little like yeah. middle school and like a little bit of high school just I never really had people because like I was always like it was, it was a big like anxiety thing <clears throat> but I'd always pray for that and like throughout that whole like process of me being like alone and like I would find people I was close to but I'd fall away from them and like mm-hmm. I was always being like prepared to be where I am right now like my heart was always being like changed prepared added experiences to get me to like where and who I am right now yeah like I've definitely prayed that same exact prayer that went yeah. afraid where it's like um the summer coming into crisis like dang like this is so hard I'm on my own yeah. I mean like being alone helps you get into God's word and like it doesn't it doesn't distract you and it doesn't allow you to like go like look for certain things but at the same time like you still it says that uh, man should not be alone so like we yeah. still need those people around us and like I prayed that same prayer but also like God's taught me that you can't want people in your life like who have these certain char- characteristics that you don't have. 
Yeah. If you don't have these characteristics that you want other people, why would other people want to come to you? And so it's kind of a question of like, how do you find these people? Like, obviously you pray to God, but like, maybe like, how did you find your friendship and like, and our friendship? Like, it just comes through like God putting things together. Like me and Chad have become like great friends, yeah. like a great godly relationship. And like, I didn't even, a year ago, I didn't even know him. Like, it's crazy to think about like, Dude, I, I thought you were like the grade below me last year. I was like, I don't know who that is. I just know that he knows some juniors. But then, like, I asked you like one question after like the one life group that I went to this year so far, and then like that, you gave me your number for that. Like after that question, and then, <laughs> and then like Riz. your Bible study thing on your Snapchat. I was like, dude, yeah, like I'll slide because I was like, oh, you're pretty cool dude and then from that bible study thing like now like we've we've done so much together yeah. and we've done so much for the kingdom together yeah i guess you're cool josh <laughs> i guess that's what chad's saying <laughs> but god is going to put people in your life like y'all's friendship so random like you didn't know each other last year now you guys are on, starting a, po- a christian podcast together to lead other people to jesus and it's like god like you look back a year ago and i'm like i look back a year ago and i'm like i'm not in the friend group that i was in like the friend group that i have this year like is so much better for me because i'm just able to come in a place where i can just be vulnerable with them because that's what you're supposed to be in your friendships you're supposed to be vulnerable because if you're just hiding stuff back and you're just like yeah, I'm okay in my relationship with God. Like, it's going pretty good. But really, you're struggling. That's not what a friendship is meant to do. Like, you're supposed to be vulnerable with each other. And you're supposed to be like, okay, I am struggling with this, this, and this. Like, I just really need someone there for me. Like, I really need someone to just be there. Yeah, that's good. Um, Galatians 6.2, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. That kind of, like what you said reminded me of that and just like being able to be vulnerable and like it's not uh one person doing everything and then you know it's just like it's there's, there's an issue on both sides because it's not like a friendship there's no one like no one approached you about hey you're doing too much like we're supposed to be friends but then there's also like the, you never approached them and were like hey i feel like i'm doing everything it was kind of just like that heart posture change of like hey like the self-evaluation that you're talking about yeah. is like we're supposed to be friends. Let's be friends. Yeah. And like carrying each other's burdens, not like, you know, just doing it like all on your own, but then just having someone that like you're always trying to help. And like Galatians 6 1 does say, like, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves, or you may also be tempted. Yeah. And I think your friend did a great job of that. Was, yeah. Hey, girl like you gotta <laughs> self-evaluate you gotta be like yeah you gotta like not understand what you're doing is, is wrong and it's hurting you yeah and i'd say that was that was gentle it was it was very gentle and it was like it came from a place of love too like she was like i'm not judging you which is what i didn't need i didn't need her judgment but what i needed was her love and she was like i will never judge you but i will always love you and i'm like that is what a true friendship is because it's like at the Katie at the Kane concert that we went to, Katie Nicole sang the song and one of the lines was like, You have a friend in Jesus. And it's like, 
we're supposed to have a relationship that is Jesus filled because we have a friend in him. Like he carries our burdens. Like our friends are supposed to help us through that. And like he ultimately died on the cross so that he could have, because he loved us so much so that he could have a relationship with us and so that he could seek us. So he could just seek and find us and be like, I'm here for you. Like Jesus is always there for us. And that's what our friends are supposed to do. Like our friends are supposed to be Christ-like as we're supposed to be Christ-like. So we're supposed to have a friend in Jesus because he is going to give us friendships where they are Christ-like. Yeah, I feel like that's the best way to look at it. Um, When you're looking at friendships and and, uh, godly, godly friendships, especially, you look at Jesus as the example and you look at the grace that he's given us, but you also look at the truth. Like yeah. he's not gonna lie to us. He's not gonna sugarcoat it. He's gonna he's gonna have grace when you make your mistakes, but he's also gonna tell you the truth and let you know, hey, you're doing this wrong, but here's how you do it. Don't if you if you see a problem in someone, give them help, give them solutions. Don't just point out the problem because yes. that that's probably just gonna start drama yeah. or something else. And I think that it's great that she did it in love because a lot of people when someone says something to them in maybe it isn't love they'll take it as like a backhand or they'll take it Mm -hmm. as like an insult and that's they're casting their own insecurities on the other person yeah so like if they if they feel a certain way about themselves then they're gonna they're gonna think that that's how someone else is coming at them because they haven't um felt that love that Mm -hmm. they need from god um through their relationship with him yeah and like honestly that's what i did first when she called me out like well not called me out but like was like hey you're doing this wrong i was just defensive i was like no like you don't know what i'm going through like i got so defensive because i wasn't at a place to accept the fact that i affected our friendship i wasn't at a place where i was like wow i did i was at a place of anger i was at a place of like wow like you have no right saying this to me but really like in the end she had every right she was like you're at a bad place in your life and i approached it all wrong like i had to just come to a place where i was apologizing i was like i am so sorry that i just took out my anger on you because you were right like i got defensive and that's what a lot of us do when our friends are like hey what is up like you're like falling down the wrong place and we get defensive we're like we build that wall and we're like no like you don't know what i'm going through like you don't know anything like because we haven't been vulnerable with them like we aren't being like i'm going through this we're hiding it from them because we're scared of what they're going to say but really like in a friendship in that true godly friendship you're supposed to come with to come to them and be like i'm struggling i need your help you're not supposed to hide away from him or them you're just supposed to be like, I'm at a place in my life right now where I'm at the lowest of lows and I really need your guidance and I really need your help and solutions. Because it's like, we can't just approach a friendship and be like, I'm struggling with this, this, and this. Help me. Like, no, you're supposed to be like, can we have a conversation about like God and about like what we're, go- what we're both going through, like in a place of vulnerability? Everyone's struggling. Yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes like, Friendships and godly friendships, like vulnerable, deep, honest, genuine friendships, so much better is like when you both understand that, like, you both had a long week, yeah. you both had a long day, yeah. you both have had maybe even like a long experience with yeah. something. I've been seeing um, on TikTok, to go off that, I've been seeing on TikTok, or you know, Instagram, you scrolling through the feed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been seeing it be like, oh, you know, I mean, it's like you know where your real friends at are when you're when you're at your lowest point. And mm-hmm. again, looking at Jesus, like 
he could have just came down to the earth and like been like oh if you choose to follow me then like i'll do this but like no he he came and he talked to us like a lot of times that's how you see when people care or not because they'll talk to you if they don't care they're not going to say anything they're going to let you keep moving they're going to be like they're only going to talk to you when it's like oh you trying to do something fun you trying to hang out like what you trying to do you trying to go to this party you trying to smoke real quick like yeah things that um give them pleasure but um when you're going through your struggles and tribulations like they're going to come to you and they're going to be like they're going to point out like you like we said before like your problems or what you're going through but they're going to be there to comfort you and help you they're not just going to be like dang they're going through a rough spot like i'm kind of going to get away from them yeah like give them space like you don't need to give them space you need to approach them and be like i know you're struggling what's up like tell me talk to me about it let me help you yeah there's two paths you can take with that too yeah like you can either be like oh let me just give them some space and it's like that really is born out of like your own like unwillingness to open up yeah it's like you're you almost like you do like what you almost like want them or what you think they need because you know what you want yeah and it's like i know what i like when i struggle i isolate myself Mm -hmm. like you will like i'll be i can be fake for a couple seconds you think i'm okay but like no yeah and it's like i think a lot of us do that too yeah that's everyone yeah like you just you want to be alone left alone like understandable yeah like you don't want to like open up about it like because you think no one is gonna understand and you think no one else is going through it but in the end they are and if they haven't if they aren't going through it right now like it's honestly better if they aren't because then they're in like a if they've gone through it too like they're in a much better position like kind Mm -hmm. of understand where you are yeah from that position um like obviously we're going through seasons and we're either in mountains and valleys and like if they've already been through the valley they can be on the mountain and they can help pull you up yeah and um like you were saying like they're gonna feel a certain way like that maybe they want to step away or come closer and it kind of just shows you again you should be looking for the the fruits of the spirit because some people might not know how to pull you out of that situation Mm -hmm. they might be in the valley so they might be pulling you down with them so if you kind of think about it like this if they've never gone to god with their problems then they're going to go to drugs and parties and and sex and they're going to bring you deeper if you're trying to get out of the valley they're going to keep pulling you down because Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that they've experienced they only know drugs so when they're like oh their way of helping you they might it might not be negative uh for them but like their way of helping you is like come on let's go to this party and then you get deeper into whatever you're going through because you didn't go to god with your problems yeah and that's like the thing about friendships is like whether you're in that mountain or you're in that valley you're just supposed to hold each other accountable like and true friendships aren't like hey like let's just go let's go do something fun let's go get our mind off of everything like let's just go drink or let's just go and just have some fun like let's just go out like you know like let's do something everyone always thinks that you have to do something to take away your problems but really all you have to do is come to a state of heart and mind and just be like god i'm struggling so much right now like show me something in me that is going to motivate my feelings towards you to grow towards you or be like god i just need someone to just come up to me and ask me because like your friends are there to just be like hey like i can see that you're down at school or i can see that like you've just been kind of quiet like like when me and and when me and my best friend victoria were going through that break like me and her like we're like we're in the same friend group you know our friend group is 13 of us like that's like that's us and so me and her we kind of like split apart so we had like 
it was like awkward there was tension between me and her and so and our friends all saw that tension and our friends were like what are y'all doing like what are you, like what are you guys doing like you guys have been best friends since ninth grade what are you guys doing and it really took a time for me like it was like it was up to me to come to her and be like you were right because she said all she needed to say to me and I got all defensive and was like oh, no you're wrong but like my friends like they all held me accountable and was like look we see that you're growing stronger in your relationship but just because you're growing stronger in your relationship with God doesn't mean that you can disregard that friendship that you had in her doesn't mean that just because you're on that high with Jesus doesn't mean that you can just completely disregard her and just come to her later like you need to come to a state where you can just be like I'm sorry you were right I appreciate what you did because you brought me to where I am now and because of that our friendship is so much deeper and so much well respected like we have such a respect for each other now that like we don't even question coming to each other with our problems like we're just like like she texted me when I was at a volleyball tournament like um last week and she, oof, sorry and she was like hey I need to talk and I was like yeah sure like call me and you know and so then we like obviously I was at volleyball so I couldn't I didn't have really any time to call her but then we came back yesterday and she and I was like what do you want to talk about and then she just opened up like there's no hesitation now because we're like at that state of like we can go deeper in our friendship because we're able to be vulnerable with each other because Jesus was vulnerable with us Jesus took it up on that cross because he was like I want a relationship with you because I love you. And he was able to just be vulnerable with us. So we're supposed to be vulnerable in our friendships. We're just supposed to come with a heart ready to just listen and come with a heart that's ready to help. Because ultimately, ooh, spring's there. <laughs> ultimately, like, we're just supposed to be like, we're supposed to be Jesus-like. Like, that's what we're supposed to do. And yeah, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard because, you know, we're filled in, the, in this world where we're constantly being tempted. But friends are there to have that self-control and have that joy and have this love and fruits of the Spirit that are supposed to help us. And we're supposed to show them that same fruits and that same love because they're our friends. Mm-hmm. I think that brings up the question to, like, kind of what you're saying because you were on that high and... Um, you were like, oh, you, you were at this level and you didn't want to just like leave them. Like you wanted to go back and, you know, be able to have that relationship. So I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. They're being pulled by the world at the same time by their worldly friends and they're being pulled by God. So it kind of makes you guys, I mean, it kind of makes me at least ask the question, like, how do you go about um, either ending friendships or deciding to continue them? What, what, what would you guys say about that? Honesty. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Because like, I mean, say... You got a friend, like, you have a really close friend, and this friend, like, parties, or, you know, like, just does stuff that you really don't Mm -hmm. agree with anymore because you have had an encounter with Christ, and he's changed your life. Yeah. And then now you're, like, you you took your little three weeks of self-evaluation, you're like, hey, this person is not helping my walk. It's, like, they're not helping me with where I want to be. You gotta be honest with them. You sit down, and you're like, hey, like, I want this, and this is what you're doing, and, like, I love you and I will be there for you. Like if you need mm-hmm. me or if you have questions about what I'm doing or why I'm doing it, I will be there. Yeah. But I don't I like I can't be around you because it's just hurting where and like holding me back from where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're like supposed to separate ourselves. Like God is like if someone is dragging you down, show them love, but you need to separate yourself. 
because mm-hmm. it's like we like we're able to separate ourselves because it's helping them like ultimately if we're like hey like i am at a point in my life where i don't want the same things that you're doing and i know that i was at a point when i was like i want the same things that we're doing because we're friends and like that's what we do we're like we party we go out i mean like you know, like, you're just, like, at that point where you're, like, okay, like, we want the same things. And then you get to that point in your life where you're, like, okay, like, I don't want this anymore because I have found a love and a savior in Jesus. So we are able to separate ourselves. Like, we're supposed to separate ourselves because, like, we're helping that other person. Like, we're separating ourselves for a reason and we're telling them, like, hey, like, I just really, I want the best for you. But right now, you're just not helping me in my walk. And it's ultimately, they'll be like, whoa, like, you're right. Like, and then they'll take that time of self-evaluation and they'll, they'll come back after that time of healing and be like, you were right. You yeah. know, and like, we're not just helping ourselves, but we're helping them. Yeah. And even Jesus like drew and like set his own boundaries. Like, yeah, just try to remember, I think it's in Matthew 10. Um, but this little girl um, was dead. And like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was maybe a rabbi or priest or something like walked up to Jesus and was like, yo. I know you can help me. Please, like, help my daughter. Yeah, um, didn't the mother, like, come to Jesus and was like... Because it was like the mother was, like, ran to the rabbi. And the rabbi, like, ran to Jesus. Something know? like that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, I know the story you're talking about. Yeah, but Jesus, like, went into that house. And there were a bunch of people in the house, like... Like, literally, like, doubting Jesus and, like, what he, like, what he could do. Yeah. He was like, like, leave. He's, like, he was just blind. He was like, hey, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Shut the door. And then, like, he was like, she's just sleeping wake up and she did yeah and she wasn't sleeping she was dead but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was like the power of jesus but like it's like they weren't they weren't like getting jesus to where he needed to be mm-hmm. if any like they were literally holding him back like i'm sure they were probably like, standing in front of him like they were yeah. you know maybe even heckling him like almost distracting him in a sense like they were holding him back from what he needed to do yeah so he drew his boundary was like hey get out yeah and like like going off of that point like we're not supposed to be boastful in friendships like you're not supposed to be like oh like i'm doing this this and that and you're doing this like you know like i'm at a higher point than you like you're not supposed to be boastful in your friendships because ultimately like you don't want like that like point in your and like you don't want envy in your friendships like and i and we had that me and my best friend we had envy in our friendship and it like we weren't able to go deeper like you're not supposed to be boastful of yourself in relationships because you're only going to lead to that selfishness and they're only going to see you as a person who's self-centered and not helping them and that ultimately will lead to that separation in that friendship and it's like god is like look like i love you and i put this person in your life for a reason now glorify me through this friendship yeah and you can't be like jealous in that like and and i'm sure i mean for girls and for guys i don't really think it's as common to be like jealous of like yeah one another unless like one guy might be like shredded or stronger or something like maybe a little bit of comparison comes in there but like god put them in your life like there's no reason like be to envy what they have or like what they are yeah yeah so that all right that's a wrap it's been fun it's been real Thanks for coming on, Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you guys for having me. We appreciate it. All right. Peace. Bye. You only believe in me. Don't you be like that. I will love you forever. If you don't even believe in me. Yeah.
straight from the hate. I'm walking with God, I don't need a drink. The devil be talking, I don't entertain. I'm walking in faith, I'm throwing my seat. I did it in faith, I gave it to God, and He made it great. Put me in good soil and took out the snakes.